0: Jeremy's like, are you sure you want this journal? Like, why would you want this journal? And Alaric is like, first person account of the Civil War? That's like porn for a history teacher.
1: HR! I need help! Someone go to the guidance counselor. I would have threw up. Porn? Oh, You're so a teacher. you like, porn cool. for you? The porn?
0: Civil War? It's fun to you? Which side are you on then? You be jerking off to this? Hold on. Hey, it's Nakima, and this is Kadi, and this is Mystic Gals a podcast from the edge of mystic falls where we recap Campy tv from our childhood
1: Last time on The Vampire Diaries, Stefan learns about Damon's plan to open up the tune and reunite with Catherine. Logan is killed by Alaric in cold blood. Bonnie finally comes into her powers and is immediately thrown into the middle of Damon's bullshit. Elena tells Bonnie everything about Stefan, Damon, and whatever she knows about vampires. Elena also tells Stefan... I want to be with you. I want you to be my man. I want to be your lady. Let's do this. They hook up, and immediately after, she finds a photo of Catherine in his bedroom dresser. She bells, leaving behind her necklace right next to the photo of Catherine for Stefan to find. Screen fades to black, and that's what happened last time on Vampire Diaries. Shall we start? Mm-hmm, I'm ready. Oh, I freaking wish the Vampire Diaries had, like, a triumphant intro the same way that HBO's Game of Thrones does. Like, the mm. second that... Imagine Game of Thrones, but, like, the Vogue
0: remix. Like, wow. <laughs>
1: That sounds like it would be so fucking good. I can't, I can't even do it. Like, Because it's like, you know, like the sounds are like... Yeah, You could have done it. You could have done the, the voice. Honestly, we should just oh, do that sorry. instead.
0: We should just put that in there. <laughs> Fuck like you feel oh, yeah. like Game of Thrones. Okay, I'm going to start. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, so... Episode 11 starts with Elena being trapped in her car. accident where she clearly has just hit someone and this someone gets up you know they crack their bones <laughs> slowly crazy. and they start walking toward her and she starts screaming like I have never heard Elena scream like this she was screaming screaming and then suddenly this random like hooded figure runs away and Damon appears and saves her
1: i feel like if it was a comedy like the car would have been flipping and spinning and all you hear is stefan's voice like hey elena i'm sorry i'm like calling you right now to let you know like i I found your necklace like i just want to make sure you're okay like basically gaslighting the shit out of her to be Mm -hmm. okay with him dating her knowing she is literally like a fucking double ganger for his ex fucked up out of control
0: just out of down. control for real, and then for him, for him not only to do that, but for him to also be keeping wallet sized photos of her laying around. <laughs> what the fuck? Like
1: not wallet size.
0: Why do you have this like 19th century sketch of your ex? in your bedroom sitting around like are you jacking off to this like what is this doing yes
1: he is jacking off to it
0: are you gonna forget what she looked like look at me she looks like me it's no need to keep the picture lying around like that's what's weird for me
1: i would just gross like after fucking having sex with this dude oh are you fucking kidding me disgusting definitely could have been such a good villain Yeah. Imagine he's like,
0: "Yeah, bitch, that's why I fucked you because you look just like my ex." What? Mm -hmm. Stefan, but like, Stefan as like future or some like terrible, just terrible man. Like, it would have been good. That's what they should have done.
1: They should have like turned him into a villain after he lost his memory. That would have been good. Yeah. Okay. So then
0: Damon, after he saves her. He asks her, "Like, are you okay?" And Elena says, "I look like her," and she faints.
2: What are you doing in there, you... you look stuck. It's my seatbelt. <laughs> Let me get you out here. I want you to put your hands on the roof, just like that. You ready? You okay. Can you stand? Is anything broken? <laughs> Whoa. You are fading fast, Elena. Elena, look at me. Focus. Look at me. Okay. I look like her.
0: And Damon picks her up and then he goes to his car.
1: Okay, so I feel like this scene annoyed the fuck out of me. I was like, <laughs> Elena, bitch, stand up. Like she bitch, is a damsel in distress. She fainted fucking five times. She cannot even stand up. She's using all of her energy to mutter the words: I look like her. And then she fucking passes out, how dramatic. I'm a little jealous because like. <sighs> You know the dramatics of it all. It's beautiful. It's iconic. In that moment, like to 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 experiencing to experience a car wreck, have someone randomly show up and save you and pick you up and hold you, like that whole aspect of it, very moving, very hot too. Like you know, huh. sometimes
0: there are certain points where I'm like, okay, Team Damon, I see you, I see you. Stefan couldn't I do that. I don't necessarily
1: feel you, but I do see you. There's no way Stefan would have made it to her in time. He would have passed <laughs> out in the middle of the road, Stefan would have been. <laughs> <laughs> <thing> about Stefan? <laughs> he's just passed out. In the first, in the fetal position, in the middle of the road.
0: <laughs> Everyone's like, Stefan just didn't have breakfast. Stefan didn't have breakfast. And I, he couldn't make it. He really couldn't make it. That's why when he was like, we will get to that, but it's just very hard to believe that Stefan is going to save anybody.
1: He can't. He literally can't. He's literally um, like, he's turned gray, he's already stone. That's how in a bad of a position he is. He's in. Normally it takes a vampire like up to like 10, 15 years to fully like turn to stone, not be able to move, but he is immediately at that point. Immediately at that point, right after he Stephen passes out. Needs
0: to start carrying protein bars in his bag. For real. Because it's getting very embarrassing, sir. Take your iron supplements. I'm embarrassed for you.
1: Take care of or it yourself. Or at least just start cooking with the cast iron skillet. It's the easiest <laughs> way to incorporate iron into your diet. I didn't know that.
0: That's Uh-oh. a thing?
1: Yeah. That's Or fire. like using like an iron fish or whatever and putting it in your water.
0: Okay. Wow, I'm learning a lot of things. <laughs> I also don't, you know, they say life imitates art because I also do not take my iron supplements, you know, <laughs> I'm infamous, notorious. Every time I go see my doctor, he'd be like, well, let me just... he restart the prescription, that ferrous sulfate, but I'll never take that shit. I'm just not a vitamin girl. Not it's not in my hard. blood. It's hard. It's hard for me to like, take, a pres- take a prescription, period. Like You expect me to do this every day? Mm, forever?
1: Literally, the only prescription that I was able to maintain is the shit for my mental health, but only because like the like needing to get out of depression like was pushed me. That's the only reason. And like to this day, sometimes I'll go like three, four days without taking my medication. I'll be like, why do I feel like complete shit? And why does it feel like my brain is floating around in my skull? And I'll be like, oh, wait, I have not taken my medication in a week. So yeah,
0: after that, we cut to Alaric, who is like in his weird bedroom where he's clearly still, like he just moved, boxes are lying around, nothing is organized, it's very gross, it's very like depressing, but we see him like, he's having memories of his wife and he seems to have like come to Mystic Falls with an agenda, which is to kill vampires because he's like I'm so glad I came here. Like, clearly Mm -hmm. I'm on the right path. And, yeah, so we're learning more about Alark, you know. And then we cut to the, like, mystic high school parking lot. And Jeremy is standing outside of Alark's car. And Alark is, like, rummaging through his car looking for his ring or something. And I forget what they're talking about. But Jeremy tells him about the Gilbert Diary. And he seems like a little bit interested by it. Mm -hmm. From there, we cut to Damon. He's driving down a road in his, like, little sexy little car. And Elena is unconscious in the passenger seat. (laughs) And she wakes up and he's like, and she's like, where am I? And he's like, Georgia. And she's like, you need to take me home. Like, I can't be in fucking Georgia right now. Like, no one knows where I am. And... He's like, I'm not taking you home. Like, we're already in Georgia. Like, I have stuff to do. <laughs> Damon is so embarrassing. Like, how are you just going to take an unconscious person with you somewhere? Like, he could have just taken her home. Also, she's been asleep since she fainted. Fucked up. I have so many questions. She's been Fucked asleep up. since she All fainted. Oh, right now,
1: what did you do at her? car like did we not call anyone? yeah because he just walked he away go?
0: i was gonna say that like elena is always in a car accident at this point i know mm-hmm. her insurance rate is hi. out of
1: control hi
0: she got a new car every day and she'd be in these crazy car accidents <laughs> where the car flips over like girl learn how to drive look <laughs> outside outside out to the street. Make sure it's nobody in the street before you drive over them. Like, how hard is that? <laughs> it's really not that hard. And she's always driving at night, too. Like, bitch.
1: Don't drive at night. Don't be outside at night. Stay inside. Exactly. Because like that's in when the vampires house. come out.
0: Um. Anyway, they're in the car. Damon refuses to take her home. And Stefan calls her. And Damon picks up. Because Elena's like, I'm not gonna talk to him. And, you know, she's like, I don't know. I guess she's decided that she's over Stefan at this point.
1: Yeah. And Damon's like fucking loving this shit because she's like, I don't wanna to talk to you. He picks up the phone. Stefan hears his voice. We all know that Stefan is like literally shitting himself. Like he's clenching so hard, he's about to pass out. And they have, like, a little moment between them, between Elena and Damon. Like, Damon's going on and on about how, oh, you know, you don't have your little necklace-, necklace with you. I could compel you right now. And Elena's like, what are you trying to prove? And he doesn't have an answer. Not a single answer. Because he's just trying to be an asshole. But it stumps him. That's the first time I've ever seen him go, you know, look to the side, to his head up like a dog.
0: Yeah, I think it's honestly annoying to rewatch because you realize like all all of the little like seeds that they plant for Team Damon. Mm -hmm. Like and this is one of those seeds, like for them to dedicate a whole episode to like building the relationship between Damon and Elena. Mm -hmm. It's very, very it's violent. It's fucked up. Yeah. Turn it up. It's violent. It's extremely violent. <laughs> so yeah, Damon and Elena are having their little moment, but Stefan is at home worried because Elena does not have her vervain necklace. But Damon promises Elena that he won't compel her, and so she agrees to like continue traveling with him. And Stefan is at home, he's still freaking out, so he finds Bonnie and he gives her Elena's necklace to do a location spell. I need your help.
2: It's Elena. She's with Damien. I have Elena's necklace. I was just hoping you can use this to make some sort of a connection. I just need to know that she's okay. How do you know I can do this? Because I've known a few witches over the years. I've seen what they can do. I'm still new at it. It's okay. Give
1: it a shot. Okay.
2: All right. There's nothing. Nothing's happening. Usually, there's an image or... Tell me if anyone's looking. Okay. (sighs) What is it? Something's wrong. With Elena? With me. There's something wrong with me. I have to go. I'm sorry, Stefan. I can't help you.
0: When she tries to, like, locate Elena, she doesn't see anything. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is not unusual for Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about Bonnie, she she can't do a location spell. Many a time And as they asked Bonnie to do a location spell and she can never really tap in. You know, she can never really locate, but it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. She's at the early stages of whatever, learning her powers. So she mm. goes to her grandmother I don't know that advice. she ever became,
1: like, a good witch. No. She never... Like, watching the originals and, like, legacies, it's like, there are some really good witches out there, and she never, ever, like, rose to her potential. Mm-hmm. Obviously because of, like, the shit that she's doing with them. Like, yeah, it's like but that's what I
0: feel like is interesting about witches is, like, they all get wrapped up in, like, white people shit. And I feel like that's also, like, it's symbolic, you know? It's extremely (laughs) symbolic because it's, like, their ancestors were, like, slaves to these white people. Mm -hmm. And now they're free, but they're still, like, all wrapped up and indebted to all these different, like, supernatural beings who aren't black. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. That's just tea. So Bonnie goes to her grandmother for advice and her grandmother tells her that like she has to face her fears otherwise she can't tap into her powers so bonnie goes to the fells church in the woods um where emily destroyed the crystal
1: i just want to say this whole like oh you're afraid of your fears i just think it's so fucked up that bonnie like at the moment of coming into her power she's literally like traumatized by Damon, and it's so bad that she can no longer do magic like it has completely like paralyzed her yeah
0: i think it's really interesting too how like witches are so like like i feel like vampires can tap into whatever the fuck they want to tap into because their Mm -hmm. power is like it's not connected to like nature or like Mm -hmm. their being whereas like as a witch you have to be like taking care of yourself in order to in order to fucking function and bonnie's never taking care of herself she's always taking care of other people exactly um but yeah so bonnie is having her little moment in the woods and then we cut back to georgia and damon and elena arrive at this bar where damon is old friends with the owner and her name is Brie. And Bree's a witch because she's black and all the black people in the show are witches. <laughs> and they have like fun. They have like a little drink, a couple of drinks. And apparently like Elena is like drinking everyone. She's like drinking more than everyone, but she's like, Man. she has like a really high tolerance, which is like very, <laughs> I doubt it. Cause Elena got to be 110 pounds at best. I would say 95. And we all know that in real life she was throwing up in the bathroom. Come on. After that second shot. Like, I'm confused. Maybe she was watering. She was putting water in in something or she was putting some type of juju in the vodka because there's no way that a 16-year-old Elena was drinking more than anyone. Like, that's just not the truth. But yeah, they're having a very fun time. And... Elena then like she goes outside to call Jenna and inform her that she's fine.
1: Hi, Jenna. I'm so sorry. Where are you? Why didn't you call?
2: I was so tired. Last night I fell asleep at Bonnie's, and then this morning I just wanted to get to
1: school. Are you okay? You know, Stefan and stuff.
0: I don't know if like in the past like 10 minutes or something she like came up with a lie she was gonna say but she had a good lie and Jenna believes her
1: I I was gonna say I mean well is Jenna doing any sort of investigation
0: yeah you know Jenna
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jenna parents with her eyes closed eyes and ears (laughs) closed you know Jenna. She
0: just she's just trying to figure it out. She's trying to catch a dick. That's one thing
1: about Jenna. She's always trying it's to like catch literally a dick it's always bigger. at the top of her fucking list.
0: And it's always like connected to Elena. Like you you try to catch dicks in like high school. Come on, it's other dicks. It's plenty of dicks. <laughs> Check out the church. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyway, inside the bar, Damon finally tells Brie, like, why he's there and what he wants. And it's obviously to bring Catherine back to life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Brie is like, I can't do nothing for you. If you don't have the crystal, then you cannot open the tomb. And she basically is just, like, telling him there's no workaround. around." And then we cut back to Mystic Falls and Jeremy's at the school's library because Jeremy, you know, this is Jeremy on his like, I'm going to go to college tip. And he's like looking for information for this paper that he's writing and he meets Anna and Anna helps him find more information about Mystic Falls and Mystic Falls is like history and she also tells him that she has like a journal from one of her ancestors and that she like actually believes that vampires exist. And Jeremy is like, I don't know what she's talking about because of course, like Jeremy's brain has been wiped and he's just like not convinced. and he's trying to like convince her that vampires were like are just like some story that people told themselves to like get through. All the bullshit of the past.
1: Yeah. Also, I don't I don't really understand, like, what her plan was here. Like, I know, like, she wants to get the book or whatever. Da, 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 whatever the case may be. But, like, randomly approaching a guy in a library after throwing a stack of books at him is not the way to go about that. And then after you find out that he's writing a paper that's supposed to be extra credit, you hand deliver. Literally 500 sheets of paper in a folder to him with like over a hundred articles that you've printed out yourself which by the way she's so fucking old i believe that she printed out the whole page rather than like any article so at the top of every single printed page there is the dashboard of a website and at the, (laughs) the very last page and girl. it's not double
0: page. It's not on the front and the back side.
1: You think she knows how to use a printer? You think she knows anything about printer settings? <laughs> no, but Anna has been, has been a lot. She
0: probably learned how to use a printer at some point. Come on.
1: But printer Give settings. Give Anna some credit. Printer's Vampire not. seems so like not interested in technology. Like, they don't give a fuck about technology. Unless it, like, directly benefits them. If it's, like, some, like, sort of, like, I don't know, like, specialty glass that lets out, like, UV rays or some shit. Then they're into that. <laughs> Printers? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> sunscreen? Vampires are, like,
0: all <laughs> invested in sunscreen. mm
1: mm-hmm. um, They've probably invested millions, honestly. They probably created it, like... Yeah, they're probably and the then sold it exists. That's why they're all rich.
0: I really want to understand Stefan and Damon's finances. I would like to see a tax return.
1: I don't think they have any, honestly, That's which makes me sad. Like I'm like, wow, y'all are the broke vampires. They're not. All- well, no, they're- they have money. They have like white people in the
0: South whose parents own slaves. Money. They have money. Look at that house. They got money. It's something in there. It's some type of farm. Dead broke. You think they're broke? I think they're dead broke. Really? Yeah. That because- would make sense. That would be like why they can't leave. Because they can't afford to go nowhere else. <laughs> anyway, Stefan calls Elena. He keeps calling her, he keeps calling her, and finally she picks up and she's angry and she's like, How am I connected to Catherine? And Stefan, he tells her like he doesn't know. And Damon overhears the conversation. (laughs) He overhears the conversation and he pops up in front of her. And in this episode, there are so many jump scares. I'm just like, we can't fill plot holes with jump scares. Like, I hate to be the one to to tell y'all that. But, like, just because it's a bad episode, don't mean we should sprinkle some jump scares in there. Like, you're triggering my anxiety. I'm not here for that. (laughs) And... Anyways, Damon pops up and Elena hangs up the phone and inside the bar, Brie is like calling someone to let them know that Damon is there. Back at Mystic Falls, Bonnie is at the Fells Church in the woods and she's looking around and then she falls straight into a hole in the ground and she's inside the tomb and this scene is so funny because like first of all if she would have fell that high she would have died she fell on some rocks she did and all that she has is like two scrapes on her forehead like
1: she would have died or she would have had some
0: serious brain damage like i feel
1: like she should have had like a broken bone like it should have been more gory like there should have been a bone like fucking popping out of her leg
0: yeah, anyway, she's fine. And she gets up from this, like, pile of rocks she just fell on. And she looks,
1: like, across
0: from her and she sees that she's in the fucking tube. And she starts
1: screaming. Hello? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because it's just like, out of all the holes she could have fell into, she fell into the hole that was going to lead her
1: straight. (laughs) You know what? I just know that her ancestors were thoroughly embarrassed by this moment. Because not only did she fall in a hole, not have a single spell to like help her, you know elevate out of there which is so easy if you watch legacies it's literally one word you say the one word you're floating up out of there but she looks over at a pinnacle is that what that symbol's called like the star with the circle and she gasps for life like it like it shook her to her core i'm like girl that's that's where you come from like that's you that symbol doesn't mean anything bad. That symbol, if anything, is just a symbol of the history of you and your family.
0: Come on, girl! Like these white <laughs> well, people got her. They didn't Like that's not going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> they say she not any kids because maybe we should just invest into the next generation because this one is not the one. Next pile of rock she fall on, we're gonna have to make sure she <laughs> died because. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. No, literally. Stefan goes to Bonnie's grandmother's house. He's looking for Bonnie. And Graham's, Bonnie's grandma, her name is Sheila, which is such a black grandmother name. She senses that he's a vampire because he like reaches out to shake her hand. And she's like, oh, I can trust you. And she tells him that, like, he knows where to find Bonnie. And for some reason, Stefan knows where to find Bonnie. And he goes to the Fells Church. And he finds Bonnie. And he gets her out of the tomb. And he brings her back home safe. And Sheila is like, thank you. And then they have this little weird moment where the two of them seem to, like, know each other from some. (laughs) You think they fucked? They fucked. Oh, my God. I think she put it I on him. The control. I think she put them put it on him. Oh my gosh. She was like, I didn't know if you remembered But uh-uh. she couldn't. She was like, giving him she said Come she on. was really a teenager though. <laughs> he is playing high I'm school. About to catch a case because it's giving a lot of these barely teenagers. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: when I do the math and
1: I subtract,
0: <laughs> it's giving you centuries older than these teenagers.
1: <laughs> Every single time, no matter how far back we go, somehow you feel it. Good for, Sheila, Good for <laughs> Sheila. She said, "Yeah, you
0: remember me." <laughs> she said, "I don't know if you remember me." <laughs> <laughs> Sheila is out of control. Sheila is out of control. Like, go take care of your granddaughter. She just had a rough day. You over here? To... You over here trying to make moves, like? I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for you, Sheila.
1: Listen, shit, it was probably good. She willing to do all that in front of her granddaughter? She said, I didn't know if you were my friend. (laughs) (laughs) She
0: said, I did it, but when I came back, I remember. Anyway, they have, they also like beyond that moment, they also have this like weird moment where she's like insinuating that there's another way to get into the tomb. And Stefan also seems to know what she's talking about. And I'm like, girl, how do you, how does Stefan know that there's another way to get into the tomb? Like, I, I don't like know. There's,
2: there's I like to
1: think that maybe there. Stefan has like, a had like a really good relationship with the witches, because mm-hmm. he also seems to know a lot about spells like he was telling he's the one who told Bonnie about the location spell mm-hmm. so i feel like maybe he like had a had a relationship with the witches so he understands that like oh. whenever there's like a spell or something there's always like there's a always loophole. another way yeah
0: okay understood
1: anyway back at the bar in
0: georgia a mysterious figure walks in and he, like, exchanges a look with Bree, And Elena walks outside again to, like, answer the phone. On, I can't hear you. I don't know why she keep walking outside. Like, he can still hear you from outside. Like, girl. Anyway, Hello? the man, like, grabs her and he drags her away. And Damon is inside of the bar. And he notices that Elena has been gone for a little bit. And he goes out to look for her. And he finds her. But when he tries to, like, help her, the man starts, like, beating him with a baseball bat. And this shit is, I've never seen anything like this. This man was taking his baseball bat. He was hitting his knees. He was, like, I think he was trying to, like, paralyze him for a little bit so that he can move.
1: I knew just by, like, the the force of those hits. I was, like, wow. So he's just shattering his leg bones. And they're going to take forever to, like, heal. Heal because it's not even like a wooden bat it was a fucking metal bat metal bat the metal bat hitting up against the bone ain't nothing Mm -hmm. but some true genes in between the bone and that Mm. and that metal bat Mm. he kept he was going at him he He was was really going at
0: him well um you know but yeah, eventually he starts like dousing him with gasoline and he's like I'm going to set this thing on fire. But he's taking forever to set Damon on fire. Like I'm sitting over here like, sir, you have the fire, you have the gasoline. Yes, yeah. like he stick. literally
1: doused him in gasoline and was like, "Wait, there's actually a little bit of more gasoline at the bottom of this can. <laughs> Let me jangle it over him to make sure I get out, make like,
0: sure I get all of all the spots, no dry spots."
1: Like, sir, just
0: set him on fire. Take your <laughs> chance. But clearly, he doesn't want to do it for some reason because I don't know. Maybe he's one of those like Stefan vampires who don't like killing people until they really be killing people. Hmm. Anyway, Elena eventually like. Convinces him not to kill Damon. And it's just very, it's just a lot for me to watch Damon almost die and then live through it. Like, why? He could have just died then and there and we wouldn't have seen him ever again. Can you
1: imagine? I fully agree. But at the same time, like, part of me, like, I can't believe Damon was one set up had his leg bones basically like pulverized with the metal bat got doused in gasoline almost fully fucking lost his life like he was never ever going to come back from that he was going to be set on fire get spared because of Elena and her like talking and shit but then he still somehow has the gall to stand up And go into the bar and be like, you know what? Even though I just survived by a mere hair, I'm going to kill. I got to kill somebody. Someone's got to die. It's like he cannot learn his fucking lesson. This nigga has no respect. Basically, he
0: goes back into the bar and Brie is there and she's like, oop you know Brie was like how, does this, how is this nigga still alive like whoa 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 you were supposed to be dead I'm a little confused about why you're here right now anyway she starts launching into like it's like she's been waiting for this her whole life she was like it's another way to get into the tomb <laughs> to try to save Alexi her life
1: was my friend how could you
2: <laughs> the tomb can be opened
1: You're lying. Emily's grimoire, her spell book. If you know how she closed the tomb, the reversal process will be in her book. You can open that tomb. And
2: where is this book? I, 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 You have no idea. I am telling you the truth. And I believe you. My dear
0: sweet Brie, that's why I'm so sorry. He rips her heart out and he washes his hands and he just leaves her there. Like, what the fuck are they going to say? is an animal attack? Come on. You can't like what animal rips a heart out? Out of control. Anyway, Elena and Damon drive back to Mystic Falls. And when they get home, Elena confronts Stefan about her and Catherine being twins And he reveals to her that, like, he was there the night that she had the accident with her parents and that he was the one who saved her. And he tried to save her parents, too, but, like, it was too late or something. No one really understands that explanation. But um, he says that, like, since then, he's been watching her to, like, be sure that she wasn't Catherine. And he figured out, like, how different she was from her. And she starts like crying. She's like, No, I understood how I got out the car. They said it was a miracle. Girl. He's just like, I love you. You're the woman I love. You know, like I don't love Catherine. And it all feeds into this like whole idea that Stefan has that like Catherine compelled him to love her, which is just like, okay, maybe she did, but clearly you still love Catherine. If you're if you're First love is Catherine, and your second great love is a girl who looks just fucking like her. You love Catherine, like I don't know how to add it up or subtract it, but clearly you love Catherine. Like, the someone just, with a bigger impact. Let's just say the truth. Even if she compelled you, it's no way that you're out here dating a girl who looks
1: just like. And you know what? It can't be even true that she compelled all of him. Because oh at the God. end of the day, he becomes a vampire. He remembers all his memories, exactly how it happened. Yet you're still beefing with your brother. Years and years. Please doctor. insert
0: the Nicki Minaj lyric. Even if new, but you can see a lot of me. And honestly, I'm on because that should be comedy. You ain't put me in no brands, but I see you proud of me. Thank you, Nikima, who is editing. Because that is just very sad. 100 years after you're still feeding up our girls, it's just like.
1: It's so sad. It's creepy. It's disgusting.
0: Oh my God. Anyway, Elena is still like, okay, like you saved me, but like, why do I look like this bitch if vampires can't procreate? And Stefan. He's like, yeah, I didn't know either. Like, I was doing all this research trying to figure out, like, why you look just like her. And basically, he tells Elena that she is adopted.
1: Which is so fucked up. But it's very CW. (laughs) It, it is it is it's very cw especially in that time i don't know what it was about the shit that came out around this time there was a secret life there was like oh y'all are twins but you were separated at birth and one of you were adopted and now we're putting you together all these fucking adoption storylines like adoption is not that juicy i hate yeah, to. Not not i hate romantic. to break it to you it can be
0: like you really could have just told this little girl she was not you're like she's not biologically your daughter but she's still your fucking daughter because you pay her bills like mm-hmm. it's that simple there's no need to lie
1: it's so I, I think this is so fucked up and like i just feel like what he did to her in that moment was literally like a one-two punch of trauma he's like okay well first i'm sleep with you and then you're going to find out that actually you look exactly like the ex who I've been planning over for a century. My bad. And then it's like, mm, let me bring up the fact that your parents fucking died in a car accident and I was actually there and you're lucky to be alive. So you can't be, you can't really be mad at me anymore. Cause remember I saved your life even though your parents died. Oh wait, your whole life. Guess what? It's a fucking lie. <laughs> your parents aren't your parents. Your brother is not your biological brother. And you're just going to have to figure it out from there. But I just really didn't want to tell you. And I didn't know how. Sorry.
0: And when I was younger, I was like, bitch, just stay with him. Like, nowhere in my head was I like, Elena should leave this nigga. This nigga is clearly not the one for her. In my head, I was like, he saved you. (laughs) Literally.
1: He saved your life. I was like, oh, my God. He loves you so much that he saved Mm -hmm. you. And he kept it a secret and he stalked you and he just like watched you from afar and got to know you before he even talked to you like that. <laughs> I did, like,
0: because you- watched you from afar and got to know you? <laughs> <laughs> got to know you? I was just getting to know her. I was just watching her from afar. Your honor, I was just watching her from afar I was just getting to know her. Stalking, that's not what that is. <laughs> it's just very embarrassing. Anyway, Elena gets back home and she's, she really, she's ready. Like, it's like when you get home and you really got something for them, like you really, really got something. I've had this feeling before when you know something and you have something for them. Anyway, Elena walks in and Jenna is like, why did you lie to me? You said that you were at Bonnie's house, whatever, but that was a lie. And Elena is like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you better not be telling nobody about lying. And Jenna's confused. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, And Elena is like, I'm adopted. And Jenna don't got nothing to say.
1: Stunned. <laughs> Crickets. She's like, damn, thank God I went on a date tonight, or this would have really fucking ruined my day. Shout out to Jenna,
0: for real. (laughs) Shout out to Jenna, because it's not Jenna's fault at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know? But that motherfucker's died, and Jenna wanted to be somebody's parent slash guardian, so here she is. The episode ends with Alaric. He's sitting at the bar, and he's next to Damon, and Clearly he knows that Damon is the one who killed his wife. And he's, I think he's like twiddling his ring around or whatever. And it ends in this very like dramatic way. Because we don't know what's going
1: to happen dun, 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 dun. You know how to no like to And that's do. the
0: end of episode 11. Woo! Let's take a break. Someone is at my door. <laughs> I'll be okay. right back. Hey, Mystic Falls. Do you want a kid that's going to grow up and fuck, marry, or kill a vampire? Did your sister, neighbor, or coworker recently give birth and then mysteriously die right after? Or maybe you just feel like your kid doesn't have an interesting enough backstory. Well, whatever your story is, we've got your back. Here at Adoption Concoction, we simply cannot fathom how boring adoption is. In a world of vampires, werewolves, witches, vampire witches, and Matt, Your child deserves to be the main character. What better way to do that than to adopt a kid and then lie about it? I know what you're thinking. Why, why, why? Well, because it builds character. Imagine your kid at 16 finding out that their entire life is a lie. It's soul crushing, but also great content. Adoption Concoction can provide everything from birth certificates, to Photoshop pregnancy shoots. That's kind of hot. And we don't ask no questions. Wherever you got that baby is your business. We've got your back. Adoption concoction is not liable for any damages, emotional, physical, or economical, that our service may lead to. Adoption concoction cannot guarantee that your child will be a main character. That's really up to y'all. Adoption Concoction cannot provide you with a child. You must come with one already. But again, we don't ask no questions. Adoption Concoction does not issue refunds under any circumstances. For more information, please go to adoptionconcoction.com. So call today. Your new life is just one lie away.
1: Let's get into episode 12 of Vampire Diaries, and Pleasantville, named after Pleasantville. If you know it, you know it. If you don't, you don't. <clears throat> so it opens with Stefan gifting Elena jewels filled with ravine. That's meant for her friends and
0: her family. Sorry, there's a siren, but... It's just interesting to me how Elena and Stefan are being chummy chummy again after everything that happened in last episode so quickly. Like, this man is in her bed. He's in her house. What's going on?
1: It's crazy. And it's sad. I mean, I feel like it's literally just because he threw so much shit onto her. Like, all at once. I don't know. It's just too much. So, the doorbell rings... At the Gilbert home, Jeremy comes. He opens the door. There's a delivery guy downstairs with some pizza. Jeremy says, come on in. Sit the pizza on the side. I'll go and get the money. He runs upstairs. Elena comes back down. She pays this guy. This guy leaves. And, you know, there's creepy vibes. We know that there's something up with this guy. And the second he flips his hood on, we recognize that this is the exact man who basically caused the car wreck that Elena went through and was the one who like basically approached her, intimidated her, all that bullshit. Cut to the Salvatore house. Damon is like fucking looking through all the books in the Salvatore library, trying to find some special specific book. And Stefan, he's like doing probably the worst job at whatever good cop, bad cop, interrogation, mind trick thing that he thinks he's doing with Damon. Like if I was doing anything legal or illegal and Stefan approached me talking the way he was talking to Damon, I would just completely shut down. Yeah, So Stefan's trying to get information out of Damon, um, try to figure out why he went to Atlanta. Obviously it has something to do with Catherine, but he gets nothing out of him because he's fucking terrible. Back at the mis at Mystic Falls High School, Jeremy gets an A from Dr. Lark for his history paper. I guess all the fucking articles that Anna printed out actually helped him put together his his essay, or it didn't at all and just slowed him down. Which I'm sure it would have done for me. Alaric tries to see if. Like, Jeremy actually believes in in the shit that he was writing about. Because, as you know, it was about, like, vampires and are they real, are they not real, all that bullshit. So he's inquiring, trying to dig a little. And then he eventually is like, okay, can I, like, see the sources that you used? I would love to get my hands on your grandfather's journal. And Jeremy's like, yeah, girl, cool. I'll hand it to you.
0: Jeremy's like, are you sure you want this journal? Like, why would you want this journal? And Alaric is like, first person account of the Civil War? That's like porn for a history teacher.
1: HR! I need help! Someone go to the guidance counselor. I would have threw up. Porn? Oh, You're so a teacher. why is You're that, that like, porn cool? for you?
0: The porn? Civil War? It's fun to you? Which side are you on then? You be jerking off to this? Oh. on. Ooh. oh my god imagine like role play like he's like <laughs> into no. civil war role play. no that's probably why he's like so into being friends with david and and stefan because he's like y'all were alive when black people were still niggers and slaves <laughs> <laughs> i think he's romanticizing now. the civil war like what the fuck what's fun about that like syphilis? Polio? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it's just so weird. But we know the real reason that Allard wants the diary. Yes. And it's not for no civil war.
1: Okay, so we cut to the other side of the campus. All this is happening outside of Mystic Falls High. Elena gives Caroline a necklace with ravine in it, and she, like, asks questions about Caroline and Matt's relationship. So pretty. Thank you. I don't go with, like, everything.
0: Oh, yeah, and Caroline is, like, weirded out that Elena's gifting her stuff because it's not Christmas, and it's not her birthday, so she's, like, lesbian lesbian friend necklace because we're we're freaky freaky like like that? that. And the way she said it, I don't know what I don't know why, but it was just I was just like that's a straight girl. Why would you say something like that?
1: <laughs> I don't think she's ever had a freak thought in her lo- in her in her in her life. I also don't think just, she like, knows your friends will like give, you give you gifts. <laughs> girl. Well,
0: that's really if sad. If you got bad friends, just say that. <laughs> <laughs> just say that. Why are you being so mushy? because you've been avoiding me. And I wanted you to
1: know that whatever's going on with your mat, it's okay. I was gonna talk to you about that. I was, but there's just not much to say. You know, we've hung out a couple times, that's it. But I just feel like we've peaked as friends.
0: This is weird. I shouldn't be talking to you about this. It's weird, it's weird, right? It's a little weird, but if it's what you and Matt want, then it's not about
2: me. But it's all about you. Matt's not over you and we all know it. I'm with Stefan now. Matt understands that, he knows he has to move on.
1: Caroline feels awkward about like talking about Matt with Elena and she's just like, listen, we're just friends. It's like never made it to that point, but I really love my friendship with him. And Elena's like, I'm your friend. I'm totally cool with y'all dating. If it happens, because I'm with Stefan. My man, Stefan. She don't give a fuck. Don't forget, she's flexing that she is with Stefan now. She is finally in a relationship, and that's all that matters.
0: She don't give a fuck.
1: She don't (laughs) care. She never really liked that.
0: You can (laughs) have her a second. I'm with Stefan now. Honestly, on the low, I know in her head, Elena thinks that this was like her trying to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. But on the low, this is her being like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that man. You can have him. Matt <laughs> <laughs> deserves better. He she does. should at least be a little angry. She don't care. You don't care, Elena. That's crazy. You know Matt doing it just to make her get mad. That's literally the only reason that Matt is doing this. Caroline can't see that shit. It's so sad.
1: So later at the Mystic Grill, Matt gets his job as a busboy. He's doing like prep or whatever, like some sort of like whatever they do when you get a job. I've never been employed. I don't know. Girl, you worked at the Mystic Grill in New York. (laughs) (laughs) That That was Barnes and Noble's on 23rd Street. And Chloe. Was it Chloe? Don't mention it. Don't mention it. Well, they renamed. They they changed their name. So it's not by Chloe anymore. Because Chloe was like, actually, I don't work at that bitch. And it's sort of fucked that y'all keep using my name when I went on to become like a fabulous vegan chef. So they had to change their name. There was a whole like lawsuit about it and all everything. Imagine you work for a company, they try to keep your name. The fuck? Who the fuck is Chloe? I don't know. I've never met her, but (laughs) it was by Chloe till it wasn't. Okay, so Matt's doing his little thing as a busboy. Damon is at the Mystic Grill along with Bonnie. He approaches her and he's like saying like, oh, I'm so sorry for like, you know, everything that happened when I was so enraged by your ancestor that I was like, you know what? Let me rip her throat out could you please forgive me please can you please like let's put it
0: behind us Damon is just like where i come from when white man says jump black man says how (laughs) high
1: no literally and bonnie's like fuck you leave me alone stay away from me she goes you know i can start fires with my mind right and fire kills vampires From behind her comes this little bartender, Ben, and he's like, she said, leave. Like, leave her alone. Clearly, she doesn't want to talk to you. And Damon leaves. Meanwhile, Elena gets a phone call from a stranger. She's outside of the Mystic Grill, literally about to enter the car. The guy on the phone's like, oh, I see you got a new car after you hit me. She's shitting herself immediately. Immediately, she's shitting bricks. She's looking around. She's freaked the fuck out. And... She just hops in her car and literally drives off, which is phenomenal because I feel like in any other circumstance, the bitch would have dropped her key, she would have fumbled her phone, she would have gotten got, but she this would have time fainted around, multiple she times. Would have fainted. Multiple times, yeah. So she hops in her car, she swerves off, which honestly, I'm just gonna say it, even though it's illegal and I would have gone to jail. If it was me and I got into my little car, the first person I seen in a black hoodie getting run over again. Death to all of them. (laughs) Yo,
0: you need to be be locked up. I feel like I'm learning the things about you. We need to learn something new. And I'm worried.
1: I'm worried, to say the least. She said the first person I've seen honey. Listen. <laughs> they're traumatizing me. I don't care. No. I don't have my permit. I don't have my driver's license. What I'm doing in a car anyways. If it's I'm somehow in a car um, at the wheel and the someone noise. just threatened me on the phone, if I were to see them, they getting hit. I'm calling neighborhood watch.
0: <laughs> you fit the description.
1: <laughs> um... Okay, so all that happens. She drives home. She calls Stefan. Stefan's like, clearly he's hunting you. This is what we do. Like, he's not just going to come and kill you. He wants to, like, play with you, have a little bit of fun. He gives her the Gilbert, like, compass watch. And he's like, here, use this. If there's a vampire nearby, it'll freak out. So back at the grill... Anna approaches Jeremy because we know how fucking clingy and just all over scary. Like, honestly, no. if she was a human, I would feel bad. Filly. I feel like also she
0: just, I think she she doesn't realize that she likes him at this point.
2: Mm. And she
0: thinks that she's just doing it because they're trying to figure out how to open the tomb or whatever. But I think it feels desperate. It feels a little bit more desperate than it should be. Mm. You know, but it's not even this. I feel like it gets even more desperate later on. When once cool. we actually find out she likes him, and she's really just begging him to be with her,
1: that's sad, girl. That's sad. Like she, you're you're guys. so right about that. That's such a good like analysis. Because the dep- the desperation is like literally when when watching this, I just keep thinking about the moment after everything goes left and she's just like in shambles
0: yeah and when she's a ghost like haunting him and she just wants to be around him all the time and oh. like i feel like every relationship that jeremy was in was just so tragic and just so sad he's so he's too young to be like too young dealing with this shit like he should just be he should just be hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should be going through at this point in his life. And he's dealing with girls who love him so much they want to hunt him?
1: No. Too what? much. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so Anna, she's like bugging Jeremy at the grill. He's like, thank you so much for helping me with my paper. I fucking got an A. And she sort of keeps like talking more about vampires and she like axes him out again but Jeremy's like nah like I'm not really feeling it like <laughs> he he handles it very well yeah like honestly, he's a gentleman like he's a nice person he's not mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. besides what he did later that was fucked up a little I would have cried I'm just saying so back at the Salvatore house, Stefan is still like fucking bugging Damon, trying to play detective and doing a terrible job. He He's like asking him, oh, what did Brie tell you? And Damon won't budge. Um, mm-hmm. And then eventually his next tactic is he's like, okay, I'm going to like earn his trust and approval. So he decides to bring him their dad's journal. And Damon's like, why would you help me? And Stefan's like, I just want to get you to fuck out of here because I actually hate you. And if getting Catherine out of the tomb is the only thing that will make you leave this fucking town, then I'll do it. And Damon's like, what about the 26 other vampires or whatever amount of numbers in there? And he's like, nah, they're not getting out. And Damon makes a phase, which I sort of agree with. Cause I'm like, so we're going to go all of, through all of this trouble to break this curse To release this seal, to open up this tomb, to remove Catherine, and then we're going to seal the tomb again, somehow come up with another spell that's supposed to override the- like, it's too much. Stefan offers Damon help to free Catherine, but Damon's like, fuck you, I'm like, actually good, thanks for the journal, let's stay separate. Later on at the Gilbert house, Elena finally talks to Jenna and Jenna tells her that her parents helped a pregnant teenage girl to give birth, but then she disappeared. And so then her parents being like the angels and just good doers that they are was like, you know what? Let's not find this girl. Let's just keep this baby. And let's forge these documents to make it look as though this baby is ours. So Elena's like, okay, did you know this girl's name? And Jenna tells her that her name is Isabel. Some time goes by. Elena's up in her room. She's getting ready for the 50s dance. And the watch that Stefan gave her starts flickering because the vampire's close. She starts <laughs> freaking out. She can, like, hear the flicker. She calls Stefan.
2: Stefan's phone. How may I help you? Where is he? He's on his way to you. Forgot his phone. Oh, thank God. This compass was spinning. Stefan must be here. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: She's like, okay, this must be flickering because obviously Stefan is nearby and, like, everything's fine. So she puts down her phone. She's, like, brushing her hair or whatever. I think she's, like, heading downstairs after brushing her hair. And, like, she's in the living room. And in the corner of the ceiling, there is the guy who pretended to be a fucking pizza delivery man so you can get inside of her house. The same guy who fucking wrecked her car. The same guy who fucking wrecked her car is now like holding himself up in the corner of the ceiling of the living room. In her fucking house, he leaps down and tries to attack her. Stefan arrives just in time, and he likes the other vampire leaves the scene, they're not able to catch him. Damon stops by, they're all talking about what happened, what should they do, and they're like, okay, you know what? Let's go to the dance why don't we lure him there? We can use Elena as bait. This is Damon's suggestion. Damon's like, okay, let's go to the dance. We can use Elena as bait. And Elena's like, you know what? It's not the safest, but let's do it. Like, this is the only way that we can actually be safe. Like he's been let in. We need to figure out what he wants. Mm -hmm. So they all leave for the dance at the school. Elena's like chatting it up with Bonnie and Caroline. And I just have to add that Bonnie is the best looking out of the three of them.
0: Her fit. Period. You know one thing about me. I will not give Bonnie a compliment. We ain't giving give her a prong. Bonnie looks so cute. Like, she need the actress needs to be in some type of, she needs to be in Greece. She needs to be in something. Because that little, the little thing, she looks so good. Her dress is so good. And she has, like, makeup on. She don't look ashy she like she usually do. Like, she like, she really took care of herself this day. She did. She she did. And I feel like it also like deals with the it it, like has to do with the plot because she's trying to like pull the the band or whatever. So I feel like she put extra work into her. You know, because usually Bonnie's giving long sleeve shirt with with the hems frayed. You know, no chapstick, just (laughs) (laughs) didn't wrap her hair last night. Just out here figuring life out.
1: Okay, so they're all together at the dance. They're kikiing, whatever. Elena like meets back up with Stefan. Damon comes by. Damon's like, "Oh, like, do you want to dance with me to Elena?" Literally right in front of Stefan, which is so fucked. And then Elena's like, "Actually, yeah, I do." And she turns to Stefan and she goes, "Will you have me for this dance?" And it's very much like, "Oh, bitch, you thought, Damon, you fucking thought I was gonna dance with you, but now I actually Teams have Elena." thrives in
0: season one we are out here we're living our best life in season one after season one (laughs) crickets season one
1: they really had it she really loved him she did so they're dancing they're having their little moment while this is happening caroline and bonnie they're like this dance is actually lame let's go to the grill And on the other side of the room, Jeremy, because of his, like, you know, academic history, he has to do a lot of makeup stuff. So he is manning the drinks and the snacks at the dance table. He's getting ice. Who shows up? One guess. You got one guess. Who do you think it is? Anna. Correct! How did you guess Anna...
0: Because the bitch always pops up. <laughs> Anna is like, oh my God, you know from Sister, Sister? Okay, it's in my head. Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister, the little, the kid that is always at their house uh, eating their food.
1: Yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's Anna. That's him. Wait, what, Roger. Anna well, is Roger? Roger. Go home, Roger. <laughs> Go home, Anna. <laughs> That's really the vibe that she's and she don't care she has no shame like good for you sis she doesn't give a single fuck like not (laughs) once did the thought oh my god wait am I annoying cross her mind I don't think she knows that word it's not a part of her vocabulary okay so yeah Anna fucking shows up you neglected to mention this was a theme party what
2: are
0: you doing here Well,
1: seeing as you also neglected to invite me I took matters into my own hands
0: you're doing that thing again
2: what thing would that be?
0: The thing where you pretend we're dating, even though we're not. Oh, you mean stalking, yeah. <laughs> Get over yourself. Come on, I've never been to a school dance before. Humor
1: me. <laughs> You're doing that thing again, that thing where you pretend we're dating and we're not. I'm gonna stop. <gasps> I would
0: have ship myself. I'm sorry. I would have threw he really up, ate her
1: shit up. Shit
0: myself, he really ate her up. This and is I the cried. best version of Jeremy. Confident Jeremy? Yeah. I would let him hit. I don't know why she let him hit after he like after he found everything out, he became depressed again. That's very confusing to me. But this Jeremy right here?
1: Right here?
0: Cause he really ate her up. He said, you're acting like we're dating, but we're not. Yeah, you. Eh? Wow. <laughs> no need to come for me like that.
1: I, I would have, I would have t- thrown myself into the mystic fall. <laughs> yeah. The myth, the
0: mystic fall for real. Cause we really don't know where this fall is.
1: Wherever the top of it is, I would have thrown myself down it, and I would have made sure I hit every single rock on the way down.
0: So, but I kind of get it too, because I feel like I don't know. I feel like when I was younger, let me stop lying. When I was younger, still, (laughs) we chased the girlies that don't want us, and maybe that's just Anna. Maybe that's her bag. She be out here chasing niggas who don't want nothing to do with her.
1: Maybe Maybe that's her sport, you're right. Her tragic flaw. So that embarrassing as fuck moment happens, and somehow Anna is still at the dance, still cheesing, still chummy-chummy with Jeremy. And then we jump to the grill, which is where Caroline and Bonnie like wandered off to. Let's sit up there. Be a little more obvious,
0: Bonnie. Don't rain on my Hawkeye parade. What? It's just a... Drizzle? Ben McKittrick? Really? He's hot. He's
1: a washed up jock who pours drinks for a living. He could do way better. Bonnie, she's feeling good. She's looking good. She's looking the best. She is literally the best looking girl at Mystic Grill right now. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to ask Ben out. Like, I think he's cute. He stood up for me before. Like, this would be a cute little moment. I don't really have that many love interests, but this could be cute. And she's like, oh, do you like karaoke? Like, some whack shit like that. And he's like, no. (laughs) And she's like, "Eh." and he's like, but I do like you. Or some corny shit like that. He suggests something. They're getting a little date. It's going cute. Caroline's like, okay. I need to fix things at Matt, you know. They're sort of fucked up right now. And Matt's, like, curving the fuck out of her. Like, Matt's like, fuck you. He's not even making eye contact with her. And not in the hot way, like, you look so hot, I can't look at you because I'm just stare at your titties. In the, like, you don't exist to me kind of way. (laughs) Like, he's brushing her off. And she's like, why are you avoiding me? And he's like, I'm just busy, you know, being washed up. I have a lot of dishes to do. Well, she's basically like, I wasn't talking about you. Because earlier, when Bonnie first had her interaction with Ben, Caroline was popping her shit. And she was like, who gives a fuck about Ben? He's literally just a washed up jock. That's like refilling cups because he works as a bartender. Meanwhile, she doesn't even realize that the situation that Ben is in and the situation that Matt is in is literally identical and she's like you know what I was talking about you so why are you mad and he's like open up your fucking eyes bitch my whole future is done I was supposed to be the star quarterback but because of this vampire bullshit my coach was murdered we had to forfeit all of our games and my future is over he was never gonna be the star quarterback. They were Whatever. bad before
0: Stefan came. Was not no star
1: quarterback. No, they weren't bad. Get out yes, of here. They
0: were. they were losing every game, and then when Stefan came, they won a game, and they were like, "Oh my god, we
1: actually won a game!" That was like the whole thing. Okay, but it's fine if they're not winning games. You still have the star quarterback, right? The person who's making, who's running the farthest, the person who's like scoring the most points, and he had that. But he completely falls off the chart if his team isn't playing any mm-hmm. games. It's like Damn, literally they really every single his week he, they did. They killed his coach. They killed his career. They killed oh, his future. God.
0: I feel so bad for Matt. For real, like, I know.
1: It's honestly, it's so fucked <laughs> up. It. <laughs> and basically, Matt is the nigger of. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. It's not. And he becomes a cop. Oh, wow. Back at the dance, everything's still going smooth. Anna tries again to ask Jeremy for his ancestor's journal again. And Jeremy's like, I don't have it. And she's like, Oh, that's okay. Like, I could walk home with you and you can hand it to me then. Creepy. It's giving weirdo. It's giving extra. It's giving you're doing too much. Um, And he's like, no, actually, I gave it to my professor and she is so annoyed by this that her fucking eyes turn all like half red and gross and the veins pop out. And he's like, your eyes. And she's like, there's just something in it. And she turns around and she like slowly walks away. We definitely know that Jeremy's seen her eyes, and he's, like, contemplating on it. And, like, obviously, like, the things are churning in his head because he's seen the whole thing that happened with Vicky. He's seen, like, how Vicky turned. He's seen Stefan come along and kill her. So those ideas are still very much in his mind, just suppressed. So I know that, like, shit is, like, churning for him. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, on the dance floor, Elaine and Stefan are doing, like, basic, regular two-step bullshit. And she's, like, fucking begging. She's like, please show me how they danced in the 50s. Please. Come on. And he's like, no. And then she goes to walk away, and he does the cutest thing, and he, like, pulls her arm back, and he, like, swings her over his shoulder and swings her back. So I'm surprised he didn't pass out. <laughs> right there. I was like, Wow. <laughs>
0: You had your you had breakfast and lunch today? He probably <laughs> oh had an early dinner God. before the need
1: too. a little snack or something.
0: Such an iconic moment when I was in high school, this was like my favorite scene. I used to re-watch the scene because I liked it so much.
1: Really? Because it was so cute. It was so cute. I it was, was really like, cute.
0: Where's my boyfriend? My ugly ass. Where's my boyfriend? Guys <laughs> was up there like, you're too ugly. <sighs>
1: what is so weird? Can she hear me? You're too ugly. <laughs> I don't know if she heard me. Okay, so that happens and Anna spies Noah, who is the guy who has been stalking her. That's the guy with the hood. The guy with the back hood who's been following Elena around like a fucking freak. They seem to know each other. She's like, stay away from Elena. She's not Catherine. I know she looks like Catherine, but she's also <laughs> with the Salvatore brothers and we just like don't need that trouble. We need to be in and fucking out. And it's just clear that they have a plan. Elena finally spots Noah. I guess he comes into the like, wherever the hell they're having this party at. I don't know. Mystic High School is so fucking big and confusing. I'm like, now it's not an auditorium because there are no chairs. So it must it be looks a like cafeteria. The gym. It looks like the gym. Oh, you think it's the gym? Yeah. There's a it's stage. The gym. Was there a stage? Mm-hmm. I think so. With like oh. a screen. I guess some gyms do have stages. So that makes sense. Some gyms do have stages.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know.
1: Okay, so Elena finally spots Noah. She's like, oh, Stefan, it's him right over there. It's the guy with the hoodie. Stefan runs after him. The second Stefan is separated from Polena, the guy starts like waving through crowds and he leaves the gym. Now, while this is happening, Elena's like, okay, I need to find Damon, let him know like what's happening. She fucking gets a phone call.
2: Hello, Elena. Here's what you're going to do. There's an exit door behind you. You have five seconds. No. Or your brother dies. I can snap his neck so fast, I bet there's not even a witness. Now start walking.
1: Don't you dare touch him.
2: Keep walking through
0: the door. So
1: she just starts running for the door. She goes so fucking fast, I I couldn't even believe. It. I was like, girl, at <laughs> least trip. At least make some sort of sound effects. At least do something. But she runs straight to the door and then she just starts taking off. She's running down the hall. Like it's so funny watching her like turn turn the corners because she like mm-hmm. sort of almost slips like she's almost like partially sideways and then she turns another corner anyways she's running for her life she ends up getting surrounded in a cafeteria probably the second cafeteria for some reason there's chains on some of the doors fucked up if you ask me that's a fire hazard <laughs> She gets cornered in the cafeteria. He fucking fucks her up. I'm like, it's clear Catherine did something fucked up to this guy. He grabs, like, he literally grabs her long ass hair, pulls her back. He fucking Mm. throws her body. He fucking wipes the table with her ass. Mm. And you know what? I'm going to have to give Elena her props because even through all that, she got back up. She picked up that little mop. And she broke that shit over her leg, even though it took her three, four times to actually break it over her leg. Uh-huh. And she was fully ready and committed to kill him. She just wasn't uh-huh. strong enough or fast enough. Yeah. But luckily for her, Damon Stefan are a couple stops behind. They rip him off of her and they just immediately, they start torturing him. Like uh-huh. they fucking got a stick in his gut. They're retching it. They're asking him like, who do you work with? What are you here for? What do you know? How do we get into the tomb? They've really done this shit before. It's like choreographed. Yes. But it's literally so, like, I just don't feel like they understand what they're doing to Alina. Prior to this, she had never seen someone get murdered. Well, besides Vicky. <laughs> this is the second time. So Vicky's the first one. This is the second one. She's never seen anybody get tortured. Let's put it that way. And they are literally torturing this man, pulling information out out of him. And they basically find out that the way to make it into the tomb is to find Emily's grimoire. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Because that's where her spells are. So they'll find the spell and they'll know how to undo it. But the only way to find Emily's spell is the Gilbert's ancestral... Journal because obviously, like he was fucking canoodling with Emily. They were friends. Mm-hmm. She gave it to him, I guess, when she died or when she left or whatever. And so he was the last person to actually have it or touch it. So after finding that out and not being able to get out who Noah, the hooded guy, was working with, they kill him. <gasps>
2: How are you going to find the others now? He had to die. Elena, he's been invited in.
1: And Elena just seems stunned, honestly. Like, she seems stunned. Stefan repeats over and over like, he got in like this is what we mm-hmm. had to do. Had and this do. is like the the beginning of the fucking end. This mm-hmm. is the beginning of anyone who isn't in our close circle, they can just fucking mm-hmm. die because mm-hmm. it is what has to happen. While all this shit is happening, Anna is like watching everything happen through a little like window. A mouse. Like a little fucking freak, really. She just keeps getting freakier and freakier. She's watching this happen. <laughs> Yo, we really do not like Anna. We, she's I'm glad freak. that we found somebody that we both don't like. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, but you're a weirdo. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's watching the whole thing. She's not even going to stand up for her for her friend, her little friend, Noah. She fucking zooms away. After, after all of that is concluded and Noah's dead... They leave the cafeteria. Damon runs into Alaric and he's like a little excited to see him again because Alaric had been asking so many fucking questions about him and like, oh, you went from out of town, da-da-da-da, all this other shit. Um, When they were at the dance, because obviously like, as we know in the last episode, Alaric finally seen damon and he remembers seeing damon with his wife like damon murdering his wife his wife sucking all of her blood from her neck literally in their fucking living room so mm-hmm. he's asking damon questions and damon is like a little peeved so when damon sees him in the hallway he's like you're getting pressed mm-hmm. because i'm not letting shit get past me especially after killing noah mm-hmm. so he's like he's compelling him he's like who are you what are you in town for? Why are you here? Why did you have questions about me? And Alaric's giving him clean cut answers. I'm a teacher. I love the town. No. History. <laughs> My wife's dead. Like, you know, the regular, regular. But any good viewer would see that Alaric's eyes are not contracting. They ain't doing shit. His pupils are not dilating. They ain't doing nothing. So we know for They're not fact playing that, the music that, that this they isn't usually play when somebody gets compelled. The theme music ain't it. there. The story's not right. Whole time he has Raven in his hand. Why? He got that thing on him. <laughs> I keep that motherfucking thing on me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Alaric manages to survive Damon's pressing and Damon goes on about his his business. We jump back to the Mystic Grill. Caroline's like, you know, I'm going to give this one more go with, with Matt. And she's like, she's trying to apologize. She's like, I really like you. I think that we could do this thing. I'm so sorry that like, you know, I hurt you, whatever. And then Matt's basically like, I can't do this. Like, I appreciate our friendship. I love our friendship. And I just feel that us getting into a romantic relationship would completely ruin our friendship. Mm -hmm. And Caroline's like, actually, you don't know that, but you've already decided that, so I'm just going to go. Fuck you. She leaves. Mm -hmm. She's storming off. Walk in. Through the night alone, as if she hasn't been attacked by a number of vampires up until this point. <sighs> Luckily for Caroline, Matt, he starts, he starts thinking her storming off really did something for him. He fucking pulls up in his car, hops out, and he just kisses her. He just lands one right on her fucking lips. It's very romantic. It's very beautiful. It's hot. She has on this, like, fucking long-ass 80s, like, puffy, like, flowy, frilly skirt. And her hair is pinned up. She's got on a button-up fucking shirt and it's just <laughs> this is like, it's pure <laughs> romance it's giving the it's notebook pure like it's like they're finna go fucking have sex on the floor the of stables. a plantation exactly <laughs> which honestly is fucked up let somebody dri- bring me to an abandoned plantation to Girl, we gotta desert. go see slave play. we have to go see slave play together I'm down slave, slave. plane slave play Oh, slave! Jeremy O'Harris'
0: play—the play play that I saw. Yes, we gotta
1: go see that. I'd be down. (laughs) Okay, so that happens. They have their little romantic moment. Meanwhile, probably only a couple blocks over because the town's so fucking small. Jenna and Alaric—they leave the dance together because they were doing their little like overbearing parent moment Mm -hmm. where they had to go to the school event and be that parent, be that person. That's watching over the child. Doing yeah, like is
0: Alaric getting overtime pay? Like, is he getting time know and he's half? not. I
1: don't know why he's a history business. teacher and a coach and a security no. guard. He ain't he getting can't. a single extra dollar. I <laughs> love public school. They would be like, "Yes, I'm
0: the art teacher and the soccer coach." And what about it?
1: Um. So they're talking. Alaric's like, "I actually have to ask you on like an official date." He's like, but I promise I won't talk about my dead wife as much. And Jenna's like, oh, thank you so much. Please stop talking about that dead bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not.
0: Jenna's like, everything's okay because Jenna wants. She her standards
1: are extremely low. Extremely low. I can't believe she left. Like left she fucking her. went on a date with Logan. Embarrassing. Oh, so she's like, no, like. It's no problem. You were great. What was your wife's name again? And he's like, oh, like, my wife's name was Isabel. Actually, she didn't live too far from here. She lived, like, one town over. And the whole time, Jenna's fucking connecting the dots. Isabel, not so far away, a girl named Isabel, arrived pregnant and left her baby. She's, she's connecting the dots. She's like, fuck. Can I still fuck him? so that happens jenna's (laughs) gonna have to try and figure out a way to tell elena back at elena's house stefan and elena they're kikiing about the night they're winding down and damon's basically like sorry stefan's basically like listen i told damon that i would help him get kathleen up the tomb but i really don't want to I don't think it's a good idea, and I'm not going to. And this is probably going to cause some really bad beef between me and him.
0: And Elena's mm-hmm.
1: like, I love my man. I ride mm-hmm. for my man. I do anything my man asks me to.
0: And I'm a stick beside him. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm a stick beside like, That's Do whatever you got to do, and I'll be right here. Do whatever <laughs> you got to do. Oh, God. It's just so embarrassing because Stefan does not,
0: first of all, it is a terrible plan on its own. Yeah. What makes it even worse is that you're out here telling anyone who who has ears (laughs) that you're going to turn on Damon. Knowing that Damon (laughs) is so much smarter than you, you dumb bitch. Just shut up about it. That's the thing about Stefan. He will never get anywhere because he just loves to say anything that pops
1: up in his head he's like more for like he I feel like he only creates a plan so that way he can strut towards whoever the villain is say his little speech and then go on about his life and it's also it makes sense because like he's the younger brother
0: and like Damon's the older brother it just makes sense because that's why Stefan is so fucking stupid he's just a child (laughs) (laughs) he's 17
1: yeah Chronically. He's chronically 17. Mm -hmm. And then the episode ends. We're at the Mystic Grill. They're closing down. Ben's the last one to leave because obviously he's the bartender. He's shutting down. He exits out. We see Anna hanging out around the corner. She approaches him from the back, goes to bite his neck. We're like, fuck. There goes Bonnie's man. Another person Mm -hmm. that Bonnie has to lose. But then... He gives her a little kiss on the fucking lips. And a couple more. Turns out they're fucking dating. Clearly, they doing something. They doing something. You know, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, they're friends. I didn't, like, (laughs) connect. I was like, okay, like, I don't know. But then he, like, shows his teeth and it's like, oh, wait, so he's He's fully a vampire. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been cute though if it was like a human vampire relationship that she just has oh, with this yeah. other guy. Honestly, it would make me Anna feel better. better just- I guess it. I guess it does. I feel like finding out about her and Ben, um, Anna and Ben being together, makes me feel a little bit better about Anna.
0: Because mm-hmm. it's like okay,
1: like at least you have like some, sense, yeah. like something to you. Like, girl. At, at this point, it's not
0: embarrassing yet. It's embarrassing rewatching it because we know we know all the stuff that happens later.
2: Mm-hmm. That's you might why have I
0: a told point there. There. Oh, Anna! Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We want to give a shout out to. All of our fans, we just looked at our Spotify unwrapped and we are so, so happy to say that we have 1,865 fans who
1: listen to most of our episodes. You heard that right. 1,865 fans. Who would have thunk
0: it? It's insane. It's just crazy because it's like, when we started this podcast, like we never would have thought that that many people would have wanted to hear us talk about the Vampire Diaries, but clearly there's a market. And we're just so thankful to you guys.
1: Beyond grateful. Especially the small group of you that are actually listening from Mystic Falls. That... Is special.
0: Because we didn't even know that was a real place. And so to see that on the map in our statistics, it's just. They literally added it
1: to the map. Y'all guys put Mystic Falls on the map. <laughs> you guys. Ridiculous. Just crazy.
0: Anyway, this next year, we just want to take over the world mm-hmm. and, you know. We're just glad that <laughs> We're glad that you guys are listening Thank you
1: Aww. Khadija needs to gather herself for a moment Just give her a moment She's very thankful As am I The sirens in the background <laughs> <laughs> We're shooting from New York Not coming for us <laughs> I don't want you to hear this libel they're like um
0: spotify's like um maybe unwrap it a little bit more because if you look a little bit deeper <laughs> i don't know if you completely wrap, unwrapped it you might have a little bit of wrapper to go anyway that's the truth and don't let nobody else tell you different this is the great the number one podcast in the world thank you This was another episode of Mystic Gals, a podcast from the edge of Mystic Falls.
1: Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another episode. Don't forget to review and subscribe. Until Until next time. time.